Welcome to the Synthetic Podcast. I am your host, Synthetic. What's going on, sissies? How's everybody been? I have been away, but still alive. Um, judging by the title of the podcast, I indeed did start hormone therapy. I went to that uh, Fox, F -O, folks, F-O-L-X, health.com. And uh, I talked about it before, and I finally decided to go through them. And because I am somewhat of a hasty person, and similar to my Brazilian butt lifts that I got, I just kept thinking about it and thinking about it. And I was like, you know what, let's just do it. At least, because like, it, oh, man, I, <laughs> I'm just, I'm just built a certain way. I, uh... To give you an idea of how I operate, if you ever play Call of Duty and you know what run and gun is, that's how I approach life, which maybe isn't the best, uh, <laughs> um, but it makes things entertaining, that's for sure. But in, no, um, in all seriousness, though, I did start, and the biggest reason why it started to weigh on me was the fact that I... In, Anywhere from eight to ten months, I am going to be moving to Texas. One of the things, well, the, the major thing that I was thinking about, if, you know, if I'm going all the way to Texas to start over, and I still look the same, and I haven't started anything, that kind of sucks. So depending on where I maybe might get employed or, or whatever, similar with, the, with where I work now at a pharmacy... And still, like, kind of not, you know, it's not really noticeable to anybody. And I know that's kind of like, you know, maybe for some of you that sounds like a cop-out or whatever. Because I, I, I already wanted to leave the state. But now that I get to, um, you know, live with my cousin and wife and, uh, and his wife in Texas, uh, the, the weather and just the, the, the pure fantasy of just almost having like a get out of jail free car. Oh, you want to leave? There you go. Well, I I decided to just go for everything. But um I I looked in to everything with the website as I did in the past and if you go to uh folkshealth.com you go to services and you go to estrogen and you scroll down, it explains the steps, it explains what your maintenance cost every month is, uh, and that that depends on um, like everything that you're that you're ordering in addition to like your lab work and all that other stuff. When that's like fifty nine dollars a month, and then it explains the cost of like the new the new start or the restart, and that that's like one hundred nineteen dollars. And then as you scroll down, it uh, it offers you. Um, Astroidal pills, injectable astroidal, uh, another type of injectable, an astroidal patch, and then it gets down to testosterone blockers, um, spironolactone, 
finasteride and dutasteride. And Spyro is the first one I mentioned. That's $19 a month. That's the most common. And it's also the least effect the least affecting um, from what I'm told. Finasteride is nine dollars a month, and from the the description of it, it's slightly stronger than Spyro. That's that's the impression that I'm getting. Plus, it it operates a little bit differently as well as Dutasteride, and that's the strongest one, which is like seven. I yeah, seventeen dollars a month. I don't know why the prices are the way they are. I don't know if. The type of medic, because spiralactone, spironolactone, it's not just used for hormone therapy. It's used for a bunch of stuff. I didn't really look into the other two all that much, because once I finally got a uh, meeting with a nurse, uh, we were actually doing it over my phone. I think it's called like uh, telehealth or something like that. And I explained to her my whole life situation real quick. And she's like, all right. So what I recommend is you take the Spyro at the lowest dose and you take the, um, and that's the testosterone blocker, and you take the uh, estroidal pills and you take that in the lowest dose. And then if you're going to be moving like you are and you just wanted to get started, you're barely going to notice any changes on those dosages. Plus, it uh, it makes you feel it's going to make you feel a little bit better in terms of your life plans and all that other stuff. And she was super cool and attentive, uh, attentive. And we've been texting with some questions I had with everything uh, regarding the the interaction with the pills. But uh, I am on one milligram of estroidal, and that's the uh, under the tongue dissolvable tablet. It has no taste. And then I am taking the 25 milligrams uh, spironolactone, and that's the testosterone blocker. And um, that has like a weird minty smell, but um, after I ate it and like I burped, I didn't have any weird aftertaste or anything like that. And I will say off the off the get-go here, taking both meds today for the first time, uh, Sunday... I um I did not notice any mental or physical changes with how I felt and obviously I'm talking about negative interactions with uh, just taking them for the first time and also the thing that I wanted to touch on is that I did mention that I was having issues with panic attacks and I'm on meds for that and I am taking um sertraline and lorazepam sertraline is a um Zoloft, so it's like Prozac, and then the lorazepam is an Ativan, so it's a fast-acting drug if you're having a panic attack. The reason that I'm mentioning these, okay, this is really important, so you all have to listen, is you have to be aware about the existing drugs that you have versus the, the stuff that you might be taking. So, uh, with um, the estroidal, it's not really such a big deal. With the stuff that I am on, there's no uh, interactions with with all four meds. That's that's totally fine. But the thing that is important is with the spironolactone, the 
Jesus Christ, I keep losing my mind. The testosterone blocker. It is a... Um, what's the word I'm looking here? Not magnesium. It's a potassium uh, sparing drug. So what that means, because it's a diuretic, it stores potassium and then it it's a diuretic. So it gets rid of all your other uh, liquids and salts. Also... So is the sertraline that, I, uh, that I'm taking, the Zoloft. So what I did is I spread those two medications out roughly by six hours. Didn't have any problems with it. Now, I, I will say the spironolactone, apparently with it being 25 milligrams, it's like the lowest dose that they offer unless you're going to start splitting tabs. And as well as the sertraline, unless you're going to split tabs, I'm taking 25 milligrams of that. It's um, it's not shit. So even though they're uh, potassium spa uh, sparing, sparing, that means they store it up real good. I didn't have any problems with it. And uh, if you have like a normal diet, it uh, you shouldn't have any problems. I just wanted to make you all aware that if you're... I'm not going to get into the huge list of shit you, you need to pay attention to. I, I want you to do your your own homework on that. I, I know you all kind of kind of don't give a shit either. But there's a whole bunch of regular medications, like if you have a headache that you can't take, either with the hormones or the sertraline and lorazepam. So you need to pay attention, uh, and you, you really need to do your homework with all this stuff. Now, I did get printouts along with the medications that they sent me in the mail with everything. And it gives you, uh, let's see, with the spironolactone here, it's two sheets. And then I have two sheets of the astroidal, uh, three sheets of the astroidal pill or whatever. And it's all just of like, you know, this is why you're... This is why you're taking it. This is what it's called. This is the other version of what it's called. This is how to pronounce it. This is the brand name in the U.S. This is how this particular drug is getting dispensed. Uh, don't take it if if you're doing all this. Don't take it if you have kidney problems and all this other shit. Caution and, and make sure you're not uh, taking it or you're doing this if you're feeling this way. And it goes into great detail with everything. So basically, I was nervous the entire day. Uh, because I've never taken the med before. I had no idea how it was going to make me feel. So I, I ate just a, I, I don't want to say I, I ate a, uh, quite a bit less, but I ate a little bit less than I normally would just in case I got sick or something, but I didn't notice any stomach issues with anything. Um, I haven't taken my lorazepam. Generally, I save that before bed, but, uh, I put food in my stomach first. Then I took the spiral, spironolactone, and then I ate uh, a few more hours later, and then several hours after that, uh, six hours to be exact, I took the, um, the sertraline, didn't have any problems there, stayed hydrated all day, ate a little bit later, then I ate uh, just a little bit ago. And, um, yeah, no issues with anything, but it's day one. So obviously I'm not going to grow tits and all that other stuff. But, um, I thought I would just let you in on all that. I gonna be honest, 
as impulsive as I am, um, I'm well aware of what I'm doing. And even, even knowing, knowing that and having all these facts in my head, um, I'm kind of, I, I, I'm not scared, but like, <laughs> I'm really jumping off the cliff and a very short amount of time, I, my whole life's going to be different. And I just decided to complicate it by starting hormones. Um, I will say, I do have thoughts. And these are fantastical kind of thoughts. There are these types of thoughts similar to what you would get, like maybe if you're one of those people that like, oh, I'm going to go to California and be an actor and sing fucking palm trees and everything, you know? Um... It's it's almost to that type of uh, daydreaming to where I like, you know, uh, six to eight months out, I'm I maybe have like my fat uh, redistributed a little bit, and that's that's going to happen down the down the road regardless. But because of my genetics and at this particular dose, I have no idea if I'm going to have to change the way I dress because even. When I was at about a hundred and like one hundred seventy pounds, depending on what corset I would wear or or uh, that those mesh dresses or whatever, I had some. I was getting chunky thighs, and I was also getting like little titties, and that's with no no hormones, and that's just me trying to like take in more carbs and everything. So with hormones and hopefully fucking eating better soon here, because I'm I'm still not eating as much as I would like. Um, I don't know what my body's going to be looking like while I'm working at the pharmacy. So I'm I'm not worried about it because I, I I did reach the point of where I'm like you know what if I get fired fuck it I'll figure it out I'll just make it work. But because I'm, you know this. Like, oh, I'm just going to do it. And and not wanting to make things worse for myself. Um, I don't know what's wrong with me, people. <laughs> but I'm, I'm excited for the journey. Uh, but yeah, there's there's fear. I have I have. A certain fear involved because um I'm on a I'm I jumped off the cliff. I'm on a journey that I am not going to stop by any means necessary. And basically my game plan is to work more often than not. I uh I'm on 14 days right now, so tomorrow's the beginning of the next day. Uh so it's going to be third three weeks straight. I think I'm going to take this weekend off so I can just kind of chill out a little bit. But, um, and I, I definitely need to make some content for OnlyFans. Holy fuck, man. I've been dying to do that stuff. It's, it's been horrible though, because, uh, the last two videos, and I don't know if anybody listening looks at my Instagram or my OnlyFans videos or whatever, but like I'm noticeably thinner and I'm like, fuck dude, that's not good. I can't be calling myself a thick pog if I'm a fucking skinny mini man. I can't. It's not good.
Um, I will tell you around the waist and the arms, it looks nice, but uh, my my thighs are so much thinner. And my ass, I'm thankful that I had two BBLs because it's still chunky. But if it wasn't, dude, I would be really sad. I got to be honest with you. But um, no. So I started it. And uh, I think the first bill was just uh, just under $180, something like that. And that uh, that's with everything. And uh, if you, let me hear, let me go to my member portal. And let's go to messages. And then it takes me to um, Athena Health is the like little portal it takes you to. You log in there. And here you can access all of your messages with your uh, nurse or doctor. And then you have all your billings and payments. You have uh, a little My Health tab, which is uh, medications, medical history, health records, tobacco history, medical forms, learning materials, health reminders. And then you have another tab off to the side uh, with test results. So uh, it's it's pretty top notch, and um, I I gotta be honest with you, I'm really happy with everything so far. And, and as time goes on, I do plan to keep you updated if anything good or bad is happening. As soon as my titties look a little bit bigger, this is the first place I'm coming. If my hips look a little bit wider, or my thighs, or my ass look a little bit fatter, or my um. Or my face gets a little rounder. I'm gonna give you all the details, for the, with the good and the bad, and so, uh, only few, only a few people in my personal life are aware, as well as like, uh, like, yeah, well, yeah, just personal life, yeah. So mostly everybody's finding out right now, and uh, it uh, it was another jump, but uh, you know me with uh, my impulsive. Uh, hasty behavior it finally got the best of me and those thoughts of looking much more feminine by the time well slightly more feminine by the time I get to Texas and and, and land there um, I'm hoping to maybe up the dosage maybe just before I leave or maybe when I get there so I can you know have a little bit more difference to my body so when I'm there I don't look like fucking like I do now, um, I know I know that sounds silly. I know that sounds dumb. And when you look at like the timeline that they give you for the estimated time for results, it's between like um, three to six months for your balls to shrink, anywhere for um, one to two years for your full breast development, and that that's going off of whatever dosage in your genetics. So everybody could be different. If you're, if I'm still on a low dose, I might not have much for tits ever if I just stay in that dose. And uh, I, I don't want to go grab the paper or whatever. You can you can um, Google all the stuff yourself. But I'm just giving you my my thoughts and my uh, my feelings with everything because I I kept thinking about it and I'm like, January's already gone. We're almost in the middle of February here. It's uh. It's currently now past midnight, so it's um, February 13th, 
And, you know, if I'm going to be working as often as I have been, time is just going to be flying by. And I really need to pick up the pace on my mental health because, like I said, I'm still kind of a, still kind of a nervous wreck, although I have been eating better compared to five weeks ago or so. I've, I've still been recording everything that I eat and drink for my benefit, not for anybody else's. It, it helps me. Um, I don't have to do that. I could just throw all the stuff away, but I like doing it. And um, that's going well. But uh, by the time I'm getting to move to Texas, I I want to talk to my therapist and see what we're going to be doing about maybe weaning me off uh, the uh, drugs or just uh, going lower in the dosages. Just for the simple fact that um, the truth is I don't like being reliant on them. But the last conversation I had with her was last week, Tuesday. And uh, she was saying that, like, you know, there's a, there's a thing within the, like, the the literature, basically. You know, if you go on at once and you're going through something in life and you need medical attention via, like, uh, you know, head meds, like anxiety medication and stuff like that, or pills if you're a psycho. Um, no, specifically with the anxiety stuff, though. If you go on at once... And you get your life together and you go off, fine. If you go on it twice or something like that, they want you to stay on for like six months. And then if you can if you can kind of get your life back together and feel fine, then you can start weaning off the drugs. But if you're on it like if you've been on drug if you've been on drugs, if you if you've taken meds for psychiatric help like panic attacks and depression or whatever, three times Generally, that's a sign that you should probably just be on meds. And at this point, I think this is the fifth time I think that I've been on meds. If I were to if I were to go back to all the different times that I was talking to a therapist because I couldn't handle life. So me being stubborn, I'm going to try to just have a lower dosage. And what that means is uh, I'm going to be splitting the 25 and half, or actually just both of my meds with the lorazepam and the sertraline and see if I could just take half doses with everything. And, uh, you know, I'll, I'll need to get a new therapist because I'll be in Texas. And I, um, I, I'll have to try to figure that out before I move. And the other thing, too, is I'm not going to have health insurance either so i need to figure out uh, a job thing by the time i get out there so i got a lot of stuff i gotta do um but i've i've been mentally preparing for it which is not easy in michigan the last uh couple days have been okay today was really nice it was like 40 something considering it's fucking february uh but i'm visualizing not being a nervous Nelly and not having a nervous stomach all the time. And I'm physically acting that out to the best of my ability every day, just kind of like forcing food down. And I, I visualize looking and feeling differently, feeling more uh, feminine, feeling emotionally a little bit uh, softer, physically softer when I'm living in Texas. And because I'm living with my cousin Jason and his wife Tiffany who again have been on the podcast on several occasions. 
Um, I, we're going to be looking at a uh, four bedroom house and they're, I'm going to be sharing a space with them. They're, they're both aware of everything and they're both fine with my life choices and all that other stuff. And, um, it's, it's going to be good. And I'm not, I'm not saying that convincing myself. Um, I, yeah. And that's all I, that's all I really wanted to say that I started meds. I, I'm going through uh, folkshealth.com, and if you have any questions about anything, feel free to send me a message on whatever, email me. E- emailing works the best, because like uh, Instagram, it just, uh, it's a goddamn mess, uh, along with Pornhub and X-Hamster, and for whatever reason, even if there are people that listen to this podcast, everything they always started off sexually by sending me, you know, pics or whatever that I'm not really asking for, which is doesn't offend me. I'm just saying, like, if you have if you have like questions about like the podcast or whatever, then just send me an email asking me asking me your questions about you know whatever, or or if you want to share your story, because like I'm inundated with on Twitter and Pornhub and X Hamster with just pics that I don't I don't care to see. Cause I like, I like other cross-dressers or chicks with dicks and you know, whatever, but that's whatever. I'm mumbling again. I'm getting better at catching myself. But anyways, questions, comments, concerns about anything, original sin, one, three, six, nine at gmail.com. Again, that is original S Y N one, three, six, nine at gmail.com. And, uh, like I said before, I have been working on uh, future episodes off to the in the back burner because some are far more detailed than others, and I I try to keep those episodes. Uh, I'm trying to I'm trying to get a little bit cleaner and a little bit more specific with them. But anyways, I'm out of here, folks. I'm gonna get ready for bed and uh, get ready to start off the week uh, taking taking my hormones and and doing my thing. Talk to you later, sissies. Bye. Thank you.